So don't get I mean, mad. I'm not going to go around doing that, but I should be able to. Yeah, I should be allowed to I'm wear. I'm not going to do it because people will judge me, well, but yeah, people shouldn't I mean, judge me. Fuck them if they judge you. Fuck them. Yeah. Not like actually fuck them, but like fuck them. Like, hey, mean, fuck you, you judgmental <laughs> asshole. You're listening to the 6mm Podcast with Peter Frost and Jared Hereford. Peter Frost is a six-year airsofter with two years of experience working for evic.com and in his spare time enjoys live streaming on Twitch, hanging out with his friends, and his enjoyment of guns. Jared Hereford has been an airsofter for 16 years as well as having experience working in the airsoft industry for three years at evic.com. In his spare time, he enjoys making holsters for Blue Bonnet Outfitters, his love of biking, and his metalworking business on the side. Together, they run the 6mm Podcast. Welcome back. To the six millimeter podcast. I'm your co-host Peter Frost, joined by the lovely and beautiful Jared Hereford. Hello, back again. It's always the same. It's, it's always Is the it? same. Nice little hello. Yeah. <laughs> Every that's, time. That's my thing. Every time. That's my thing now. Uh, it's, the, it's the hello. Hello. Sorry, right. it's it's like I call everybody fucking nerds now. So <laughs> it is what it is. Oh, all right. So we're going to start this one off just a little bit differently than how we normally do. Um, we're going to start off with our viewer questions. What the? We're yeah. starting with them? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, you thought we were going to go into your high cap of parts? Let's oh, get the questions that's out That's what you told me. <laughs> Look, we're changing on the fly. Man. Uh, so all right. from Nico... This question is, is 8mm the future of Airsoft or a relic of the past? I Definitely the past. Oh, dude, it's ancient. Nobody shoots 8mm anymore. No. I mean, technically, you can still get it, but, like... Good luck. No guns use it. Yeah. Like, nothing new uses it. Everything's bored down to 6mm now, right? I mean, the 8mm shotguns were cool, but... <laughs> I mean, they're basically useless. Yeah. It's It's old. Get the Pe- fuck out of so here. people brought up the conversation again when Navarish came out with his full thrust, which is like six point eight millimeter or something. It's like slightly so it's so it's closer to seven mil. Yeah, it's still not eight mil, but I mean honestly, it that kind of makes sense because so the issue with eight mil is you lose so much of your ballistic coefficient going up to eight mil and still trying to have like a reasonable weight BB. Fair. That like, not, not too knowledgeable. There's, there's literally no advantage to going to eight mil. Other than it's a bigger number, (laughs) big number, better results, right? Yeah. But I, I don't know. The like full thrust makes sense because you get it, heavier weight better bc it's not too much mass they actually calculated like the optimum mass to diameter ratio for the snipers that they use it in mm-hmm. so that actually makes a lot of sense they thought it through but eight mil was literally just like we want to make heavier bbs and we don't have the technology to do it right now so eight mil we have the technology. I was going to do a <laughs> fucking, what is it? The million dollar man thing. Yeah. But there's, there's no reason to use AML boobies. 
like absolutely none. It's a sad day for all those eight millimeter airsofters out there. Whoa, whoa, that got a little weird. Eight millimeter airsofters. English is hard. <laughs> is it? It sounds my, hard. Microphones are hard too. Well, apparently. it's because I got the audio playback in my headphone, so it's a second late. So I sound drunk. <laughs> like I gotta like pull it back off of my ear, but it still fucks with me a little bit. Okay. Oh my god! I don't know how you're able to just sit there and do it. I don't know. The delay on mine's not that much. Is it plugged directly in? No, mine's going through the computer. Oh, see, I think it's because I'm jacked into the mic. Oh, how long's the delay? Uh, like a half a second, but it's fucking with me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like a half a second. At least it's not a full second, because that would be really frustrating. That would be... Or just sense. unplug the headphones and walk away. <laughs> feel like you're talking to yourself. Yeah. Don't talk back to me. <laughs> Don't you talk back to me. Um... Planning on doing any training sessions at HGA for people to join? Um, I feel like that's a personal question for me because I've been helping Z out mm. and uh, Alfredo. Yeah. Um, honestly, it'd be pretty nerve wracking for me. <laughs> I'd, I'd be pretty nervous, but you know, being nervous is a part of like everything i do now so professor frost yeah teach you the ways of uh some basic cqb knowledge um i'd be down um i'd have to get with my boss but um yeah i'd be down to give it a shot like what like a group of eight yeah you could do like 10 yeah 10's a lot yeah 10 would be like max. Uh, yeah i wouldn't mind doing a 10 person class no pay i mean if I get good reviews out of it, yeah, sure, I might have them pay. Just teach them interim to basic CQB. Yeah. No. I mean, it's not that hard. It's not that hard. I think I teach it pretty well. Yeah. I mean, it's it's simple, like, movement and tactics and knowing what to do. Yeah. It's it's not super complicated stuff. Yeah. Or, like, the basic stuff. It's It's... It's fairly easy when you take a step back and look at it. Yeah, but that's something we could look into. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I just saw the cat zoom pass. Yeah. Our other co-host, uh, Rocket the Cat, is going to be a staple of these uh, episodes. If you want to want to see his shenanigans before this episode started, uh, go look at my Instagram on uh, Call Send for Us. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of Instagrams too, before we keep going on this, six millimeter podcast will be getting an Instagram by the time this episode is out. Yeah, we should have it an, should Instagram. Be an Instagram. It should be six mm podcast. If not, it should be the six mm podcast. <laughs> should be, should be. I'm not too sure though. Just pay attention to I know all you nerds follow my social media. I'll make a post. Okay. Yeah. I'll make a post. Now, opinion on chopped LMGs and event rule sets limiting platforms. I feel like we answered that. Yeah, we talked about this a few weeks ago yeah. with uh, was that with Daddy? Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. I think we talked a little bit about it. Yeah, I think we talked yeah. about it with Daddy. Like for most things it makes sense. 
yeah to to use them but i can understand why uh milsom west uh doesn't allow them because they want to like yeah as realistic as possible but yeah so you know okay is not going to be running around with chopped down g's uh they might now (laughs) now we left them like 18 fucking thousand no but yeah i mean i think it makes sense because they they want it very strict like uniform requirements so it yeah. makes sense they want the everything the just to be makes sense to keep it all very realistic accurate yeah but like ams just fucking i think fucking ams is it. the biggest critic of it because they had like this whole like thing about it and i was like it still runs a box mag yeah i mean like there's no way to physically change the face I feel of like, a stoner. I feel like a chopped S minus a, what Lane's doing. I feel like a chopped machine gun should be less controversial than like the whole like RPK yeah uh, M27 conversation. Yeah. So well, that's why because like before everybody was just running a drum mag in their regular M4. I'm yeah. like, then just make them run solely LMGs things that were classified as LMGs. Yeah. They could chop and screw it to however they want. Yeah, I mean, no matter how you chop it, a, a 249 is always going to be yeah. heavier but than Just a, like the stoner. Stoner's always going to be a stoner. Yeah, stoner's always going to be a stoner. Even, like, I mean, you don't even need to really chop the stoner, but... Hey, sometimes it, it makes it more fun. I mean, it does. They're sick, but... Yeah. You don't need to. <laughs> and, I mean, even a chop stoner that's, like, I don't know. Still if you want to go that whole hog, <laughs> go for it. I mean, it doesn't give you that much of an advantage other than you're carrying less shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. It's not, it's not like that's going to like change the game for people. Yeah. It's still a stoner at the end of the day. Yeah. I don't know. What's your scariest experience while on the field? Example. Bigfoot kissed you. I don't know. It's from Trenton. <laughs> I haven't really had a lot of experience. Dude, I've had bad experiences. <laughs> I've had scary experiences. And it's not on the airsoft field. It's going to the airsoft field. <laughs> every freaking trip I make, every event I go to, we almost fucking die. Whenever I had to go get pamphlets, uh, body armor event pamphlets, we had to drive to Waco. So we were in Fort Hood, and we had to go over to mm. Waco. <laughs> we're driving Matt's truck down like 259 or whatever, whatever mm. that road is that takes you straight over. This 18-wheeler was doing like 120 on the on the opposite lane from us, and it's only a two-laner. So oh, we're both okay. like yeah. neck and neck. Bro, I swear the truck stopped by like or decreased its speed by like 20 miles an hour when the wind hit us. Like, we were all, like, really tired from the drive, too. We mm-hmm. instantly woke up, and we were all, like, laughing our asses off at the fact that this 18 we were just, like, fucking blew past us at, like, mock Jesus. It was frightening. Then, freaking going to uh, the float, which isn't even an airsoft event. Almost died on that one. I lost my hat on that one. I stuck. I was hanging my head out the window, and I was looking towards the wind, and I what? looked away from the wind, and my hat just went up. So, for any of you that live in New Braunfels, um, on the main road that takes you down to I ten, Echo one hat. No, it was my no. mule kicker one. 
Yeah, the one that's been Damn. with me for years. I remember when it was white. Now it's yellow. Uh, and I've tried that used washing to be white. It. Yeah, I tried washing it up quite a lot. Never really got back to its color. Yeah, it's on the on the main road that takes you down to I ten, uh, that takes you straight into New Braunfels. Uh, yeah, it's somewhere along there. So if anybody's in New Braunfels and sees a mule kicker hat, it's definitely yellow with a black uh, front. Uh, Frosty Boy Two Two Three collectible. Yeah, I'd like it back though. <laughs> that hat's got memories. Does it? Does it have a reward? Uh. Yeah, fuck it. I'll give him the hat uh, that I have. I'll give him my, one of my hats. Oh, hat I'll give them a two hundred dollar forward observations group hat. Those hats are so dumb. <laughs> yeah, we bought them for twenty bucks, dog. Yeah. Oh. Uh, right. Yeah, I, I've I've almost died going to every single event. Hmm. Like just the drive. Yeah. Like I have yet to die at an airsoft event like, well yeah you're standing here yeah so we'll see well that might be a later on like season two question i don't know i've i've never had like super scary experiences playing airsoft it's all no it's always been pretty chill no i, I mean you've seen cool like rattlesnakes or things i don't know no nah, dude i don't fuck with snakes okay maybe that was someone else i was talking to yeah oh wait no yes yes we did come across a snake it was at a d14 but yeah. I wasn't really that close to it. It got its head stomped in by Tony, though. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty wild. We should have drank its blood. <laughs> <laughs> it's good eating. Yeah. Fucking, um, no, um, yeah, no. I don't know. I nothing, haven't really. Nothing super scary. You really haven't had anything really, really scary. Now that I'm thinking about it, no. Yeah, I just don't fuck with snakes. You know, two things I don't fuck with: condoms and snakes, and sharks. But that's three. <laughs> uh, sharks are fine. You got a problem with sharks? I don't, dude. No, I don't. Fuck Isn't with it Shark Week? That's I wouldn't know. I, don't I watched it last week. I, I think know. it was last week. My brother was talking about it. Mm-hmm. All right, now we get into the not so serious question part. Bowl milk cereal or bowl cereal milk? Cereal milk bowl. (laughs) (laughs) I knew you were going to say it. No, actually, I'm a bowl cereal milk. Yeah. I I pour the milk over the cereal. Yeah, because I want the top to get wet. Like So, (laughs) So now here's another question. Expanding on this, how much milk do you put in and how do you pour it over the cereal? So, whenever I pour it in, you mm-hmm. know, it normally mounds on it. Yeah. But you have like that base layer at the bottom of the mound that like evens out across the whole bowl. Yeah. All right. So, when I pour the milk, I start at the top of the mound, drizzle down, spiral until that bottom mound kind of comes up. Not really almost level with the lip of the bowl, but just a little bit lower. Look, my bowls are like about that big. All right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. they're not big bowls. My parents bought like the $20 equivalent of bowls. Okay. But your goal is to get like... All the top wet. The top surface. Yeah. All get a little bit. Yeah. Okay. I try to, I try to you know, spread equality amongst all the Cheerios. Okay. Yeah. I got to so teach for them me, quality. 
I used to put way more milk than I do now. But so for me, I put the cereal in and then I pour the milk straight into the middle of the bowl. So I get as little of the top to get milk on it. So you just like crunchy on top, soft yeah. on the bottom. Crunchy on top, soft on the bottom. Okay. Okay. And I don't, so I used to go until it just started floating where like the top, you could just see the top raise. Yeah. But now I go like just before that, just to where I can see the milk like through the cracks in the cereal. <sighs> That's. And so it's like. Oh, dude, I get a lot of milk. Yeah. So it's basically like half of the cereal is submerged in the milk and half the cereal is sitting on top of the milk. See, I give myself enough milk for seconds. I know. So whenever I ate uh, cinnamon toast crunch, I used so to. So then eat you two pull bowls. more cereal yeah. into the milk. Yeah. So you get the best of both. Yeah. You get cereal, milk, cereal. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. So it'd only be whenever I ran out of cereal, but I still had enough milk. Yeah. Yeah. That could just. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah so yeah, you yeah. got the bowl, cereal, milk on. Eat that cereal, and then you got milk, and still then cereal. in the bowl, then cereal on top. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so you get both. Yeah. That's, that's but that's only if I'm going for seconds. That's a lot which, of cereal. With Cinnamon Toast Crunch, you get cinnamon milk, and it's really good. Oh, cinnamon. Just cinnamon like toast a so chocolate good. toast or chocolate. Cocoa Puffs. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> uh, Cocoa Puffs, you used to get uh, chocolate milk. Yeah. Yeah. Reese's Puffs. Uh, eat them up, eat them up, eat them up. <laughs> Peanut butter chocolate flavor. <laughs> Corbin would be so proud. Uh, we got to get him on the show sometime. Yeah, whenever he's... Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to call him out on the podcast. But yeah, I will. Call him out. Do it. Yeah. No. Fuck you, Corbin. No, I'm like going to play disc golf with him on Thursday or tomorrow. I don't know. What? You didn't invite me? Are you working tomorrow? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> if you're not working tomorrow, come down and play. Okay. Uh... We're going to one that's like super hilly. Okay. Yeah, there's gonna be hills and shit. Hills. Yeah. Okay. Um, if feet and dick size are correlated, how big them feet? Well, I got a 12 inch foot, but not a 12 inch penis, so I don't know how it correlates. Yeah, I don't know who, how they're correlated. I don't believe they are, as far as I know. So the thing is, but. Whatever your dick size is, it's half the length of your foot. Is it? Allegedly. Allegedly? Allegedly. Because if if so, I got to talk to TK about his fucking foot size. I don't think that's true. I don't think it is either. Well, what size shoe are you? Well, I'm a 10 and a half size. Oh, wait. We had the PPR. Yeah, I know what size you're at. But like inch... No, I guess that's, I don't know. I don't know, like, inch-wise what my actual foot is. I just know I'm, like, anywhere from, like, a size 10.5 on the small end <laughs> to, like, 11.5, depending on the brand. Because brand, brand sizes are uh, all weird. Yeah, but, like... <laughs> also, I have really wide feet. Fair. I've got... I've got wide, but not too wide. The more I talk about it, the more it actually makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there is a correlation. <laughs> yeah, because I'm 
I'm a, I'm twelve inch foot, six and a half inch penis. God, I'm putting okay. this is really nerve wracking for me because I'm just I mean, putting my close. dick size out on it's the not, fucking internet. It's not, I don't know, it's not an exact science. Oh man, look, you should be proud. The internet has inadvertently seen my penis now. What? Because they know the size. I mean, they can see like I, your I, whole Frank and Taters <laughs> poking out of your bro, gym shorts. Now, right now. now I got to readjust in the chair. <laughs> goddamn it. It's my pedestal of a nutsack. God damn it. All right. <laughs> Off of the dicks. What's the best flavor for chicken wings? Also bone in or boneless? Fucking hot. Bone in. And boneless every now and then. I am a boneless because bone in is too much work for me. So you just eat around the bone and then like suck it dry. Yeah, that's too much work. I just want to shove the whole thing in my mouth. <laughs> like a chicken nugget? Yeah. Fair. I just want... It's, it's like a fancy chicken nugget or a small chicky tender. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. The f- they they do taste better with the bone in because you get the dark meat. But yeah. I mean, you could just like... You could just get dark meat boneless. Yeah. You could literally just get like, yeah. like chicken thigh. Like Popeye's bone. does it. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, that's what blackened is, right? No. Is it dark meat? No. Oh, what's blackened? Blackened is like a style of Cajun seasoning. Is it spicier? Yeah. Really? So you're telling me there's well, no, another not sp- level other than spicy? It's not spicier than the spicy. Okay. So the, the blackened is not... Uh, uh, I don't think they fry it. It's grilled. Huh. That's wild. I I don't you know. know. I, I've never eaten blackened. You've never eaten? Blackened? No, I've only eaten spicy. Oh, yeah. That's why like I'm a, like in like the a... bathroom like 15 minutes after <laughs> I eat it. Why do you think I was like tearing my insides out at the old location? Okay. Yeah. Fucking... Well, like blackened chicken is like a, it's like a Cajun Creole f- style. Okay. It's similar to like jerk. Okay, that makes more sense. Makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Yeah, because I've had jerk. It's basically like the Cajun style of jerked chicken. Okay. Where it's like that urban spice blend that's like, it's like a dry rub and then they grill it. Oh, wow. That picked up. <laughs> that did pick up. That's oh. All right. That's the last of the questions. I didn't I didn't get to do my, uh, I'm a I'm a big honey barbecue. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Your flavor. For flavor wise. Honey barbecue's good. Honey barbecue? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I like habanero based. If I want spicy, do like a jalapeno, habanero, mango habanero. Okay, it's very good. Um, and then also lemon pepper. Lemon pepper is good. Dude, I am a fan of uh, lemon pepper. Yeah, I do fuck with it. I do fuck with it. See, I made the mistake of dating a Creole girl. Mm, not mm. even Creole, Cajun. Mm, mm. She was from Louisiana, and you know me, I fucking hate fish. I will, <laughs> I would not touch fish back then. Yeah. After I dated her, catfish, crawfish, shrimp, sushi, fucking, uh, red snapper, not tilapia. I still can't get over the tilapia. It's not my thing. Um, pretty much any fish, I'll probably fucking eat it. 
and and that's all thanks to her. Like mm. I I was like a big like no nothing from the sea. I I still won't eat octopus though. But like nothing from the sea. But now I'm like fuck yeah. I'm down. You really you want to eat octopus? No. No, it's it's the whole like texture thing for me. Okay. I think we talked about that. Yeah, it definitely it gets texture of octopus. It gets really rubbery if you yeah, overcook it, it. I don't want to chew for too long because it like taxes my jaw and gives me lockjaw. Mm, yeah, yeah. I got the same issue Corbin has. Starts popping. Yeah, it hurts. Mm-hmm. And plus, my teeth on the left side are like kind of stupid right now. Gives me headaches, shooting pains. Okay, got to go get that fixed. Yeah. Yeah, as well as like teeth whitening. Yeah, I'm not big on uh, seafood, but. <sighs> Dude, it's it's baller. I see. I was the same with I ramen. I'll eat. I don't like any shellfish, but I'll eat r- really fresh scallops. I like uh, really fresh tuna, like seared tuna. Uh, not Dude, tuna scallop out of a can. That's gross. Um, and then squid and octopus. If it's not like super overcooked to death. Is it like the baby octopuses? Yeah. Okay. The octopi? Yeah, like the little ones. Yeah. No. See, they brought them out at Chi mm-hmm. and they were red. And I was like, Yeah. They. No. What? No. Because they look like baby fetuses. And I was like, <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's your problem? <laughs> yeah. They looked so off putting to me. I was like, Those look like. They look like little octopuses. Uh, they, no, no, no. And I've seen a fetus. I know it's not like comparison, but it, it's that bad. It. I was like, yeah, no, nah, not See, but for then me. After it's cooked, it. No, no, no. Okay. I. I'm not changing my stance on the octopus. Okay. Or the babies. I did have like a bite of red snapper, and I wouldn't say. I would, order red snapper, but if I. But you definitely like would just like eat a bite. I mean, I would eat it, but, but not I like, like religiously. It. No. Okay. More it's like a like, one-time thing. It's like if they had fried chicken or fried snapper. Do fried I would chicken. get fried chicken yeah. before I get fried snapper. Granted, I'd probably do the same. Yeah. Because I like uh, grilled snapper. Mm, yeah. I don't really do the fried because I haven't tried it yet. Blackened snapper. <laughs> Anything can be blackened if you try hard enough. What? Yeah. Yeah. You just got to put the right herbs and spices on. Yeah. Could Are you telling me I could have like blackened calf if I like cook what? my calf? <laughs> what? Uh, yes. Oh, dude, yes, if I, I get my calf shot off in like a raid, what? can we can we like cook it? What? <laughs> oh, dude, this is definitely just to keep the listeners engaged right now. <laughs> no, we're not going to eat your Oh, dude, I want to eat my calf. You think it'll grow back? No. I I, think I mean, a little will. bit, but not. that's not how that works. Oh, I just can't, like, regenerate it? No. All right, now, answer me this. So, I was watching TikTok before okay. we go into the next part. Uh-oh. I was watching TikTok. Yeah. Dude had, like, calf surgery. But, but he had surgery on his leg, and, like, one calf was smaller than the other. Mm-hmm. Do you think he could, like, work that muscle group out again and get it bigger? Yeah. 
like, can it just like rebuild the muscle back to its original size? It depends, but you could definitely like, that's like, like 80% of physical therapy. Okay. But yeah. Cause like, I was so confused cause I know Dylan has the whole thing with his, like the reason why his leg, uh, why he still has like muscle groups in his mm-hmm. leg is cause they pulled from his lat, but he can't do pull-ups. Yeah. Cause it's like, yeah, there's just no muscle. I was like, yeah, but so there should be. Technically, you could, like, build back some of it. But not all of it. Yeah. Not all of it to get, like, super huge. Yeah. Man. Yeah, you're never going to be able to be, like... That's so annoying. Yeah. We need we need more medical people to fix that. Why is that? <laughs> what? Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, they need to build, like, like, synthetic muscle fibers. I'm pretty sure that's a thing. They just haven't... Like, uh, rolled it out. Yeah. That's actually really fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, it's that's actually really... Okay. You, you, like, apply an electrical current and it, like, <laughs> tenses. It's pretty neat. Oh. All right, that's that's actually cool. Yeah, super cool. But I fuck with that. All right. Look, it's on the way. <laughs> Let's roll into your... Uh, that's the future of Airsoft. <laughs> <laughs> Blow your leg out in an Airsoft event? Guess what? We got synthetic muscles for you. All right. Oh, yeah. What's oh, your yeah. high cap of build at? My high, it is. Is finished. it complete? It's finally like finished. fully complete. Yeah, I'm not doing anything else to it. All right, it's done. Is there anything still stock on it? Stock housing, like blowback housing, and stock safeties, and stock hammer. Different sear uh, and stock uh, pop up unit. Okay. Barrel? And sto- stock frame. Barrel still stock? No, I changed the barrel. Gut God- rod? Changed? Changed. Short stroked? No. Grip? Gross. Stippled? Still stock grip? No, I switched it to the KJW grip. Okay, but stippled. I mean, not like hand stippled. It's like molded. It's a different texture. But okay. It's like it's the same one they use for the not rich guns. Okay. That's okay. Then uh, you changed the trigger, right? Yeah, it's a masterpiece trigger. Is it the flat bar one? No. It's the curved one like I have? Mm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's different than yours. It's like the completely curved because you have like the flat with the hook at the bottom, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't remember edge. which type it is, but mine's like, it's basically just like, it's the shape of the stock one, but it's got the serrations on the front and it's a little lighter. Okay. But yeah, curved trigger, uh, masterpiece. What was um, the, uh, what was the cost on it? Too much. I don't know. Like 300 bucks? <laughs> More than that. 500? Probably about that. So you bought it at what, like one something? That was like one seventy five yeah, for discount the, for the gun itself. Yeah. So it's worth about six hundred bucks now. I don't know, hard to say because that that's also like I has a red dot. The red dot costs quite a bit. 
too. So. Oh, is it like? Is it the? Um, I forget what stout it was. It was the uh, Hollow Sun, right? No, it's a Firefield. So it's not like super expensive, but it's still like sixty bucks for that. Yeah, and then the mount. Yeah, it's not bad. So for all you selling your fucking high capas on hop up for a thousand dollars, go fuck yourself. Yes. <laughs> Nobody wants to buy it. I mean, if you do it right, it is a lot of work. So there's a lot of labor put into yeah, it. Yeah, but. but I'm not paying for the fucking labor. <laughs> I mean, you kind of. You didn't are. build it for me. Well, yeah, you built it true. for you. Yeah, that was for free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially if it's used. Like, yeah, I'm not paying a thousand dollars for a used capa. Yeah. It's like, if you build it and test it, then That's one thing. That's one thing. Yeah, you're just quality controlling. But if you build it and then, like, use it and play with it for, like, you put, like, a thousand rounds through it. Yeah, no. Because, I, bro, I'll, I will look at the mileage on the bucking. Yeah. it's. I mean, it's pretty obvious to see. Yeah. Because most people don't clean them. But um, some uh, parts I really liked that I put into it. The uh, the red dot mount, which actually just released fairly recently, they're really new. The nine ball Aegis HG, which they make, they had the Aegis uh, like red dot sight protectors mm-hmm. for like the rail mounts. Yeah, and then they made a like red dot plate mount for a bunch of different guns. They have them for Glocks, high kappas. M&P nines, um, a few, a few different other ones, um, SIGs, M17s, M18s, um, mm. but it builds in a acrylic, uh, cover like front protector. Yeah. Yeah. Acrylic sight protector, uh, built it into the mount and it, it fits neat. like really flush with the slide. It looks actually pretty good. I like it better on the slide than I thought it would. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, as far as I can tell, it's a doctor footprint. Um, cause I went through, this is the third mount I bought for it, <laughs> trying to find one that would fit the dot that I had <laughs> and fit the gun. Cause it was like the first one I had fit the dot, didn't fit the gun. The second one I got fit the gun, didn't fit the dot, but this one fit the gun and the dot. So Man. as far as I can tell, it's a doctor footprint. So now is it? Locking in via the uh, leaf sight? So, leaf sight, fucking the sight. So it goes in the dovetail because TMs. So it's for a TM pattern, so it has the dovetail sight base. Okay. Um, you do have to, like, hand fit it because it's, like, very tight. You're probably going to have to file some stuff down to get it to fit and have to, like, tap it into place. But... It's not going anywhere. Okay. Uh, once you get it in, so it's got, it's got two pieces. So there's the actual like, uh, plate that the site sits on that has the uh, the acrylic mounted to it, and that's like a resin cast part. Um, it's pretty sturdy. I wouldn't have any concerns about it. But I was a little worried because I heard they were plastic, but the actual mounting piece is aluminum. Okay. So the actual like piece that's dovetailed and that the mount that the uh the site is screwed into is all aluminum so okay um i was a little concerned about the durability but it should be fine um 
they are 40 bucks thereabouts they're like 38 to 40 depending on the for which gun you get so it's kind of a lot but it's not bad if you're spending like 60 to 80 dollars on a red dot or more than like a 40 dollar mount it's not that bad it's um, actually worth it yeah because i mean if you have a mount that's gonna like move around and break and flop around then it, what good is your yeah sight? so the, what's the point of dropping the money yeah but that's I I set out with the goal of putting a re- a slide mounted red dot on this. Yeah, I, like built rather it. than a rail mounted. Yeah, and that's like the last thing I finally got sorted on it because it it took a while to. Well, they do make the. Um... Oh, I had to yawn. Um, the ones that click in via the uh, the sight screw would, would that still be rail mounted? Well, they yeah it would because they have rails. So. I do not trust the ones that use the grip screw. Use the uh, well, the the ones that are like frame mounted, um, like the Ipsic style ones where it's got like the stationary rail yeah. and it mounts via the the grip screw and the uh, slide catch. Yeah, those ones are fine, but I didn't want that big. Yeah, thing that much of a profile. Yeah, well, because you also want to still use it in a holster. Yeah, I wanted to be able to use it in standard yeah. holsters. Which they make race holsters, right? They do, yeah, like Ipsic style. Okay. Holsters I was like, for them. But yeah. you have to go buy an actual one for that, right? No, they make they make airsoft ones because the high caps are super popular and they do the Ipsic competitions with the airsoft overseas. Okay. Um so they're available. I just didn't want the Ipsic style gun. I wanted it a little more so dude, comp like compact that's why i went for the four three instead of the five one which the nine ball they don't make a four three uh mount they only make a five one mount and the sight mounts are different because the four three it has the novak uh sight so it's just a dovetail and then it's cut back for the non-adjustable sights mm-hmm the five ones, there's a lot more of the slide milled out to mount the sight because it's got the adjustable sights. So I had to chop up my Limcat slide. Oh <laughs> man! But oh, it was it was pretty nerve wracking because it's <laughs> trying praying that you don't cut too deep. Yeah, oh, yeah, man. but it came out really well. And okay. Uh, that's actually one nice thing about the Aegis is it kind of wraps around the slide a mm-hmm. little bit, so it covered up all the all the imperfections, all the, like, cut marks from it and imperfections, so it looks pretty factory. It's actually really nice. So, would you be confident in doing that on a customer's build? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it wasn't that hard. Now that I now that I've done it, it it would be pretty easy. But I mean, if you had like a a cheap CNC mill. Or just a, a hand, just a like manual mill. It would be super easy, but okay. I don't know. If you have a five one, it'll just go right on. But Versus I think a four three. I think the four three do some cuts. Now. Yeah. Okay. Any, um, any other parts? The the cow cow RM one guide rods. Yeah, those are sick. Um. I I've. Ever since I saw him, I was a fan of him because we had some people 
like buy them and put them in high kappas and i was like this is great yeah because you can still use the uh you can still run the slide catch okay if you want to or you can you can like short stroke it even more yeah but it gives you like extra buffer for the slide um even if you're not running short strokes okay um, it's it's pretty cool um so they it's a technically it's like a so it's a two-piece guide rod with a third like telescopic buffer mm-hmm. um it's cool because you get st- it's stainless steel comes in all the fancy colors you can get it gold silver black rainbow comes with five one and four three rod lengths um it's another part it's they're kind of expensive at 29.99 so it's more expensive than like your basic aluminum ones mm-hmm. but um i think they're worth it because it comes with three different spring levels for the little buffer piece um and you can run them on a stock slide like i i put it in i ran it with the stock slide and it was actually really sick you just put the lightest weight uh buffer mm-hmm. um and it'll actually make your slide last longer okay um, because uh, the plastic slide it absorbs the shock really well um and makes it cycle faster so okay um but that's really cool um because i honestly don't like running short strokes very much but it essentially like if you're familiar with like the glock like gen gen 3 gen 4 yeah. gen 4 gen 5s um, where they have like the the, the little two, internal the two buffer. springs, yeah. So it's got one spring and then a second spring yeah. behind it um, to give it like a progressive spring rate. It basically does that on a hot cap guide rod. Okay, that's um, actually really cool. Yeah, so it's really neat and it's tunable, so you can. You said that was it. a nine ball. Uh, it's cow 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 cow. Yeah, the sight mounts a nine ball. It's the cow cow RM one on evic dot com. They don't say RM one. They call it a cow cow stainless adjustable spring guide, but cow cow calls it an RM one. I don't know, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's really cool. It it basically, I would I say it's totally worth it for like any build, and it'll work with any build if you want like super sleeper like stock like like I said, you can run it with stock slide and it'll make it last forever and it'd be super okay. snappy, or you can run it on a super heavy slide with like whole bunch of shit yeah. down to it yeah because that's one one concern with the uh red dot mount on the slide is uh it's difficult to tune the recoil spring because it's a lot of extra weight on the slide yeah um another thing that helps with that which is another part i got is the airsoft masterpiece stainless steel fixed barrel which okay um, I went with the stainless steel fixed barrel because I wanted the extra weight. Um, a lot of people now are running the aluminum. Either the AIP makes some that are pretty good. Yeah. Or uh, LA Kappa Customs came out with their own line. Yeah, I saw that. Which I've, I've actually been pretty impressed with. They're pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, they're, they're doing a lot of hard work. Like, yeah. I actually really like LA Kappa, and I honestly, with them being U.S.-based, it's easier to get, like, Limcat, uh battle cat slides yeah because like all that stuff you'd have to order from alpha or rainbow eight which is all overseas so it would take a minute mm-hmm. versus spending the 
$200 on the slide in the yeah. U.S. and you get it like next day. Yeah, and they're, they came out with their own slides too. Yeah. Which is I saw those. Nice. I think Scott was working with them on those. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Because um, he works closely with LA Capital like I work closely mm-hmm. with Body Armor Vent. Yeah, and uh, Mike from the store has uh, one of those, their tornado barrels. Really? In his gun, yeah, his green one. Okay. Um, yeah, so those are nice, but I wanted the weight of the uh, steel. Okay. Um, so it's an expensive part. They're like $99. Did you drop more on the uh, Limcat slide? Yeah. How much did you drop on it? I can't remember. It's like 95% of the cost on the gun, the slide? Uh, it wasn't too much. Because I know the Limcats go for like 213 yeah, I think it was about two hundred for the the Battle Cat four three. I got I'm still working amped. on Corbins. Oh yeah, it's trying. I'm trying to build like the modern day Corbin Kappa because like okay. it was like I can't get all of what he had mm-hmm. because it's gone. I saw someone. It wasn't a blue skater terrain, but it was a skater terrain. It was a the gray one. Oh. And I was like, ooh. Yeah, dude, skater trains are the this shit. Guy, this guy knows what's up. So, personally, if I went back to Speed QB, I would run the skater train because it mm-hmm. allows me to get more grip on my pistol yeah. rather than having to stipple up a grip or go buy some fancy fucking grip. It's a fucking, like, $80 grip or actually $60 grip on Amped, mm-hmm. and you get all the grip out of it because it's skate tape. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't uh, you do that? And they're they're already like undercut. They yeah. have the magazine. Yeah, they got uh, everything on out. it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's the best. Personally, it's the best grip in my opinion. Yeah, I like them. But I went with the KJW one just because I like the look and I like the texture. Yeah. But um, if I w- wasn't gonna go with the KJW, I'd probably do the skater terrain. Yeah. Um, I mean, you still can. Yeah, I mean, I still can, but yeah, I'm probably not going to. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Next high so, kappa. It would look so hot on the gray. The gray on gray. It would look good. The, yeah, gray. the gray, black, gray. Because yeah. you get the black grip. Oh, mm-hmm. then you just go get a uh, black flared magwell. I have a black flared magwell. Oh, even better. So it's so... Um, the magwell I did is... It's a STI style. Um, I think it's a Pro Arms STI style uh, magwell. So it's not super big. Cause I hate those. Um, oh, like the the big chonker ones. Yeah, yeah, like they're the super super they, wide. Ipsic ones. They put pressure on my pinky, and I hate it. Mm-hmm. Like I would need a longer five one grip. Yeah, or well, grip in general. Yeah, but I can't. I can't do those. I actually, the Gundam ones are really cool. I actually really like the Gundam ones. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, those are sick. But if I do another high kappa, it's going to be... It's going to be a skater boy. A skater terrain, Gundam grip. (laughs) (laughs) It'll probably be like a 7-inch also. Perfect. Just go the complete opposite. Just super long, big... You got super short, super long. Hit best of both worlds. (laughs) Yeah. Look, everyone builds a 5-1. I don't want to do that. I mean, yeah. 5-1s are like common. It's like the family car of the airsoft world. Yeah. Like, everybody buys a Subaru. Everybody buys a 5.1. It's just, it's accurate. Yeah. The, uh, the Limcat slide, really impressed with. The machining on it is... Oh, yeah. 
amazing and that good. I actually like, yeah. You'd prefer Limcats? Yeah. Yeah. Like if I was going to do another one, like, well, the, the Limcat was like, the Airsoft really Masterpiece ones aren't bad either. Yeah. But the quality of the Limcat is really good. Yeah. I There's a reason why I wanted one. one. I yeah. wanted a Battle Cat really bad. Yeah. I also like the aggressiveness on the front end of the Battle Cat. Mm. Yeah. I don't like the 5-1 Battle Cats as much. We've we've talked about this before. Yeah. Yeah. We I think we did that in episode one. Maybe. I don't I know. It was so. one of the other ones, but. One of them. When I was first talking about building this, but. Um, I think it might have been one with uh, Randall. Yes. Uh, Which they actually just got back from Beville. What other parts did I put into it? Oh, yeah. I saw them uh, talk about. I saw the Instagram post of Beville. Yeah. Beville Airsoft. Mm-hmm. It looked like a cool field. Yeah. Apparently, they do, like, jelly ball. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I think we just found the segue into the jelly blasters. Oh, yeah. Jelly <laughs> blasters? Oh, man. Dude, it's on the come up, boys. It is. Look, reject airsoft, embrace gel blaster. All right. That's that's the meme. Yeah. I. Uh, so they work like function pretty much just like airsoft guns. Yeah. So there's actually a lot of companies coming out with basically all the parts for. What was it Aztec? Yeah. Yeah. We just saw yeah, the, they the, make a hop up unit. Yeah, so and the gearbox, dude. The bright purple gearbox. Yeah. Machined aluminum gearbox yeah. for your gel blaster. Seven seventy five aluminum gearbox. Oh dude, it's hot. Yeah. Like, bro, speed build I, I need all right, I need somebody to build a DSG gel blaster that functions. Like it doesn't just splatter the bb out like that's not functioning that's you shattering like gel balls mm-hmm. i need it to be at 40 rps <laughs> with gel balls I all right do 40 on a gel ball <laughs> i think it can. i think it maybe can. like 20 all right 20 rps gel blaster go somebody do it please and it also needs to be able to fire a tracer oh, a tracer yeah. Yeah, tracer gel ball tracer gel balls yeah now. Yeah, those are sick. Also, for Lane, because I know you're listening to this, I need you to convert your stoner to a gel blaster. Get on that. Yes. yes. Oh, my God, yes. Because he got it to, uh, he makes the uh, M4 adapters mm. for the stoner. Mm. Yeah. So I was like, gel blaster. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. And then make the hop-up. He can easily 3D print a yeah. hop-up for it. Dude, if that hop-up actually works... Like if they can actually hop at gel balls, that would be well. What's it? What'll be even better? He's got a polar star in it. <laughs> Air blasted gel blaster, dude. That would work. You're just building a paintball gun. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to eight millimeter airsoft. Let's go. So gel balls are nine millimeter. Oh, even better. Yeah. So wait, what's a paintball? Like twelve? Um, or is it 15? I can't remember. Uh, I can't remember. Watch it be like they're pretty 15. big, they're pretty schmeedy. I believe 15. My desk, we're just casually looking up the uh size of a paintball. 
furious googling ensues. 68 caliber. So 0.68 inches. Uh, that is 17.3 millimeters. Wow. So I was around. I was close. Yeah, 15. Not bad. Yeah. Throwing darts at a dartboard. <laughs> Landing close to my number. Yeah. Um, gel balls, dude. Dude, they're they're sick. And so weight-wise, I measured some uh, gel balls, and they weigh about like anywhere from 0.2 to 0.25 grams. So they weigh the same as an airsoft BB. That's not bad. Oh, 2.5 BB blaster. Mm-hmm. GB blaster. Yeah, all the ones I've seen can't get quite the same velocity. Uh, Which makes it better for indoor CQB. Yeah. It's a good training rifle. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. it's cool because like, they just like shrivel up into dust and you yeah. sweep it up. It's perfect. Yeah. No cleanup. Dude, no I, w- I would w- much rather play jelly ball than uh, paintball. Have you seen the um, the indoor paintball shit? Like the little like flexi balls, the ones that like oh, squish the, like, and do that shit. Uh, it's like um, it's not rubber, but it's uh, it's like silicone, mm-hmm. and they like squish. And basically, if you shoot a monitor, it's not gonna break a monitor. It's like for like office buildings. Like that was their whole pitch was like shooting it in neat, their actually. office building. Yeah, it's how to do indoor paintball. Yeah, but then like. Just do jelly ball. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Well, ever since they did the uh, ban on mag-fed paintball, it's kind of been dying. Mm. Because, like, most places, like, don't allow mag-fed. And it's annoying, which is why, like, whenever the dude... Like, I was trying to hand out flyers at Comic Palooza Mm -hmm. for um, uh, the event. And the dude was like, nah, man, I'm good. I play paintball. I was like... uh, he was like, he said paintball is better. And I was like, that's tough talk from a guy coming from a dying sport. And he looks back and he goes, man, that's a good one. That's a good one. I was like, yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah. you're right. I'm like, of course I'm right. Paintball always, always fails. Airsoft always wins. Like who doesn't want to rebuild their favorite modern warfare gun? Mm, yeah. Duh. Bro, you airsoft, whatever you can think of, you can build it. Mm-hmm. Paintball? Uh, no. Just no. It also makes a fucking mess. Yeah. I did. It's dirty as fuck. Yeah. Like, and they don't degrade as fast. So, some of them do. Like, most of them are biodegradable, but, like, most of the ones they use nowadays. Shit. There's still some sitting but, around yeah, tanks. Yeah, it's, it's, like, the amount... Uh, the quantity of that piles up is just, yeah, it's yeah, it's 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 gnarly. Yeah, it makes a fucking mess. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> hell no. Oh, see, you know what we need to do? We need to get with Daddy and be like, "Hey, what are the odds that we could set up a shack <laughs> in the middle of tanks and allow us to record an episode of the podcast during an event?" I'm sure we. I'm sure we. They would let us do that. Uh either that, or we do it outside of like the netting. But we have to wear eye pro because BBs will definitely go through that. 
Yeah. yeah. I hit Vic in the face with one. Oh, yeah. The paintball net will yeah. not stop. No. Airsoft BBs. No, it goes right through when you're right up close. Yeah. Especially shooting at 80 PSI on a Polar Star. <laughs> Definitely zipped fa- Vic right in the face. No iPro on either. Oh, yeah. That's why, like, outdoor fields, iPro on all the time. Yeah. Vic was time. in the staging area with no iPro, and I shot at him, and it went right through and hit him in the cheek. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck. Uh, that could have been really bad that if I wasn't been. careful. Yep. Oh, yeah. man. Fuck. Yeah. Speaking of tanks, uh, August 13th, uh, night event. Well, after hours event. Uh, it's going to be a fun little event. Um, yeah, there's not going to be much to it. Um, it's pretty much just have fun at night. Do what we can. Just have a great time. You know, it's airsoft not going to be a big command structure. Exactly. What's better than airsoft in the day? Airsoft at, at night. night. Like, it'll be pretty chill. Uh, I'll, I definitely will try to play and command, but try to play this one instead. Of just, I mean, I'm probably just going to walk around saying stupid shit. Yeah. Do like, it. I'm just going to see if I can heist the bullhorn again because apparently I'm banned <laughs> from uh, grabbing the bullhorn because like, we were God. bullying him. I was what, playing like... What did you do? So they pushed up into the kill house while I had the bullhorn. So I was harassing them with the bullhorn, just like <laughs> saying the stupidest shit. And then I started playing... Um, uh, like I, I, I looked up on YouTube, Grotius Farts. <laughs> And was playing that through the microphone, so it's just like the shittiest sounding farts coming through a bullhorn. Um, I started playing uh, uh, Take My Breath Away <laughs> down the main road, looking right oh, at their man. fob. Serious psyops. Oh, yeah. Uh, I started playing like horror screaming sounds. <laughs> yeah, it was it was terrifying, but also amazing at the same oh, time. Oh, my God. If you manage to get the bullhorn again. You just play like crying babies. Oh, dude, I might. Oh man, it's so disturbing. I might. Daddy's gonna listen to this, and he's gonna know now not to give me the bullhorn. <laughs> I will. I will bring my own. I will. I'll bring two of them. Two of them. I'll bring two of them. One for them to take away, and then yeah, one spare. The next one will be in my backpack. It'll be a baby one. It's a holdout. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> strapped to your ankle. Exactly. I gotta like unholster it and pull it out. So, oh man, yeah, August thirteenth at Tanks Paintball. Um, it's from six to twelve. Not too sure on the time. That sounds about right. It does. Yeah, it should be six to twelve. But uh, six yeah. to whenever they kick y'all out. Yeah, yeah. Mister Tank told me happy birthday. Oh, nice. Yeah, I was like, oh, thanks. Definitely not like you know. I'm on all the event posters, <laughs> but thanks. I, it was really sweet because, like, I love Mr. Tank. He's such a nice guy. He's really, really, really nice. Super sweet man. I've never met him. I need to play oh, him. He's that's right because you never went with us whenever we went to play BB Wars during COVID. Nope. Yeah, we went over to Tanks. That's actually to how I got to meet the Ghost Frog guys. Yeah, I need to get a freaking weekend off. what we need to do working on an air take the weekend off hey it didn't make any noise yeah it did. To... I, I heard oh okay it. <laughs> i didn't hear it there <laughs> uh we need to take the weekend off and go up to d14 yes that would be sick just get like all the boys together and yeah. just road trip up to d14 that would mm-hmm. be solid we have the big dick on gi 
show up in our blue polos. <laughs> blue polos, ranger panties, Solomon's. Yes. Gear. It'd be the fit. I mean, that's like my usual fit except for the polo. <laughs> fair, fair. Every, every short you wear is just ranger panties for you. I mean, they're not all like ranger panties. I mean, they're clothes. I mean, they're all short. The jeans, the jorts. Those aren't even my shortest jorts. I, you have shorter? Yes. Wow. One of these days, Jade. One of these days. One of these days, okay. you just got to wear them. Just do it and beg for forgiveness from Anthony. I don't, I don't know. You're in the tech room. That's true. They're very short. <laughs> like showing cheek and short? They're like not quite that short. Okay. So, like, so yeah, then they're fine. Yeah. They don't show cheek. And Anthony let me wear Ranger panties. That's true. And you're like nut sex. Almost hung out of those. <laughs> Look, they have an inner liner, all right? My nuts I can't go in anywhere. It's like interior okay. underwear. Yeah, true. That's why they make them that way, so you don't have to wear underwear with them. Yeah. It's just free ball, but not. Dude, I got really scared. So I found out that my Pat's Blue Ribbon shorts are see-through. Yes. Yeah, because they're white. Yeah. And when they get wet, you can see my legs. I got so fucking scared. I was like, oh, my dick's out. Like, on the river, I'm like, oh, my God, my dick is showing. And then uh, I looked, and I realized that the mesh netting was hiding my uh, my my unfamiliars. Yeah, I uh, I had a pair of khaki. It was like light khaki uh, swim trunks. Yeah. And when they got wet, you could just... It would yeah. show... Yeah, they had the liner, so you just see the liner, but it's a convenient little place. I was still uncomfortable with it, <laughs> so I didn't, I didn't wear those much. See, I feel like the Ranger panties have brought out my goofy side and, like, boost my, like, body confidence more. Yeah. Because, like, when I wear them, I just oh, don't, yeah. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, guys will look at me, and I'm like, hey, what's up? Women will look at me, and I'm like, hey, what's up? Like, yeah. my eyes are up here. Yeah. You gotta assert your dominance. Yeah, wearing the sh- dude. Look, you gotta wear them at the gym. That's the spot. I don't go to the gym, so I don't really get that. But <laughs> no, nah, you gotta I go to Planet Fitness too, where it's supposed to be a judgment-free zone. Mm. It's definitely not. <laughs> it's a hundred and ten percent not. They always judge. Yeah. Fuck Planet Fitness. I also I got some other shorts. I haven't worn them yet. They're red, white, and blue. Yeah. But they're like, so they're dolphin shorts, but they're very short and they're a little tighter than I was expecting them to be. <laughs> <laughs> they're not too tight. Are they like, they're a little tight. Are they like choking the thighs? No. Okay. They they're not good. quite that tight, but they're like hip hugging. Yes, yeah, Barrett. Sounds about right. But yeah. I do have shorter jorts, but I. Shorter jorts? I don't. I haven't worn those in public. Yeah? I mean, I've worn them in public, but not like... Like fully for like hours? Not like around people I know. Ah, I see. Look, some pe- some people just can't handle it sometimes. I don't know. 
True. 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 Some people can handle the sauce. Some people can't. No. Look, when you're when you're showing that, everyone knows the more thigh you show, it's like a display of dominance. Yeah. So, like, if I'm showing my whole thigh, yeah, nobody can touch you. Yeah, but it like makes other people uncomfortable. I mean, boohoo! <laughs> Fucking get over it. Yeah, that's fair. I'll wear them to work into work one day. Yeah, and just complete, dude. Fucking. Apparently, I make women uncomfortable when I wear my Ranger panties. What? Yeah, they're not so, even like that. Yeah, bad. It, it was. It was something. Apparently, I one of like Ricky's employees got uncomfortable with me wearing Ranger panties by my clothing, and then started judging me based off of that. And I'm like, "Oh, you're one of those. Yeah, I don't like you." What the. They're not like, even that short. No. Like they come up to like right here. Yeah. Like your yours aren't even that short. Yeah. They're like they're like four or five inches it seems. Yeah. But some of the women got uncomfortable and I'm like, oh, we live in this society, don't we? What? Never mind. Never mind. I, it's a it's a whole thing. I whole so thing. Th- this is a whole thing with me. But I think a man should be able to wear anything in public that a woman can wear. Yeah. So it's like, if it's okay for a woman to walk around in public with a crop top and Daisy Dukes, like, show an ass cheek. Yeah. Like, you can't say a man can't do that. It's 2022. Like. Yeah, I, I should be able to wear fucking booty shorts. Yeah. And a crop top. Yeah. Like I wore a crop top on the river. Yeah. So don't get I mean, mad. I'm not going to go around doing that, but I should be able to. Yeah, I should be allowed to I'm wear. I'm not going to do it because people will judge me, well, but yeah, people should I mean, judge me. Fuck them if they judge you. Fuck them. Yeah. Not like actually fuck them, but like fuck them. Like, hey, mean, fuck you, you judgmental <laughs> asshole. Piece of shit. Fucking no good, low life. I, yeah. I talked about the whole thing where I shame fat people, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I still stand by that. <laughs> Dude, I fucking hate it. I hate visibly fat people. Okay. Like, the ones that aren't doing something about it. I'm like, dude, come on. Get better. If you're not fit, you're going to die. And right now, my chances of, like, surviving an a, a apocalyptic scenario are looking pretty good. <laughs> oh, yeah? In terms of like the the fittest fighter role, mm, mm. like shit, my neighbors, man, I feel bad for them. Oh yeah, yeah. I live next to crackheads, mm. man. I, so I was driving to go to my grandma's funeral the other day, mm-hmm. and uh, dude, one of my neighbors standing out in like the main crossway that leads to my neighborhood, and I'm I, you know me being the good future cop Samaritan I am. Mm-hmm. You know, I rolled my window down and I was like, hey, what's up? Uh, I lost a patient, like, at the hospital? No, she stays in the house. Um, okay, well, <laughs> good luck with that. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'll try. Yeah, I live next to a halfway house. 
Mm, okay. Yeah. So they're patients. Okay. And I was like, yeah. oh, sir, is he, is, and I was like, he's not schizo, is he? And he's like, no, she, she'll be back. It's like, okay. It's like, mm. cause we've had that issue before where yeah. like uh, somebody having a manic episode was banging on her front door and my mom's just sitting there holding her gun. <laughs> and she was like, nope, not playing with this. Yeah. Okay. Oh, speaking of, here's a fun story. Uh, so my brother had a crazy crackhead banging on his door a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And they slept through this whole thing. What? But they got it on their nest cam. <laughs> and it's a it's a whole story. It like was a- like it was like 11 in the morning and they were both sleeping. So him and his wife. And they slept through the whole thing and then they like got a call from their neighbor later like, "Hey, did you the police are asking for like footage of this guy if anyone hasn't. But he like came up, he like banged on their door. So he was covered in blood, no shirt. What the fuck? Scrub pants, no shoes. Wow. And he like came up, like banged on their door, like looked in their window, looked into their backyard and then like ran off. Apparently he ran like around the block to the other side to the houses behind them. And he like went through someone's garage, got into their house and uh, was like fighting with some old dude in their house with his wife in there. And then one of the neighbors saw him go in, went in with like, got his gun, went into the, the other house. And then like they ended up in their like back bedroom Got into a fight with the guy, lost the gun. What? So he like started rolling around with this dude who was like sweaty and bloody and no shirt on this on his neighbor's floor. He got the the guy got a hold of the gun, and then right then, like five cops stormed into the room. What? Like once he got a hold of the gun, they got separated and he just blasted him. Timing. Yeah. Had they been two seconds late. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's just further proof that nobody's coming to save you. Yeah. But, like, that's just, like, lucky-ass timing. Yeah. Wow. What the fuck? Yeah, so... Just five, rolling around five, with a bloody-ass man? Yeah, five cops stormed in the room, three of them fired. How has Donut not done a video on this yet? I don't know. They probably haven't released the footage yet. I'm still waiting for them to do the... Uh, the one that happened down here. We need to get the. F- I'd be interested. I should file a request for the footage for that. <laughs> but yeah, I I got the Nest Cam footage from my brother. Wow. Like, yeah. Yeah. We. They definitely. slept through the whole thing. Like an hour later, they woke up and they had like a message from their neighbor. That's wild. Yeah, it was That's... like li- literally like like two hundred yards from where they were sleeping. See, like, I've had some crazy shit go down on my blasted. street, but like. I mean, the craziest thing is that the SWAT team had to get involved with a fucking crack house. Yeah. Because they, like, they were making crack in their house. Mm. And I don't know what happened. I don't know if somebody called it in or if they noticed something going on with the house. But, uh, yeah, they had a whole, like, SWAT team kick down the front door of, like, the house that's, like, four houses down from me. Mm. I was like, whoa. So apparently before we moved into this neighborhood, 
one of the houses on my street here uh, was a uh, grow house. Up here? Yeah. In this neighborhood? Yeah, this neighborhood. One of the, one of the houses on this street. I mean, I guess the best like way the, to do it is to do it in a fucking neighborhood yeah, like, like this. When you make the turn, there's like like two houses down from the corner. That's yeah, that wild. House. So they... Apparently, like, the neighbors got, like, suspicious of it because they would, anytime they'd answer the door, they wouldn't let anyone in the house. Oh, like, they wouldn't, I mean, yeah, the they people were around like, here were, like, very fucking friendly. Yeah, they would, like, crack the door and, like, talk through the door and, like, nobody, nobody had ever gone in the house. Apparently, their, like, energy was really high because they were running lights through the whole house all the time. They were running the, the, Idiots. the grow lights. Idiots. And, uh, so apparently they caught him on thermal so the uh police department will roll around with fleers looking at the foundations of houses because a grow house because of all the lights going it'll be hotter that's actually crazy so the whole house will like heat up and glow if you look at it under thermals so if you you can like roll down a block and just look at all the houses with a fleer and if there's a grow house, it'll light up. That's wild. Yeah. That's actually really wild. Yeah, that's, but they like. That's super cool. Yeah, but there was a. It was like a couple, which is like a man and wife who lived there, and like blacked out curtains. Nobody had ever been in the house, so like the neighbors got like a little suspicious. So they called the cops, and the cops rolled up and they like looked at it with a flare, and they're like, "Yeah, that's a grow house." Wow. And you yeah. are y'all are Montgomery, right? Mm-hmm. Man, MCSO. Yep, yep. Fuck. Yeah, so they got raided. Man. It's a pretty nice house. Dude, all the houses in this neighborhood are nice. <laughs> what are you fucking talking about? It's like premier living spot. Yeah. Uh, it's the, uh, was it gear? Oh, yeah. Your, uh, your rig setup. Ah, uh, yes. I've, uh... Is refined it, fine tuned. I, uh, I changed some things up. So, I was running a uh, the Ferro Concept Slickster with a uh, it's the Emerson copy of a Spiritus Microfight, um, which I really like the Microfight, um, but mm. it's just. For me, it was too much on the play care. So, um, I pulled that off. I put a Kiwi placard on it because I like the Kiwis. They hold the mags really well. It's nice and slim, holds everything I need. Um, and then I was just using the, the, the micro rig by itself. Um, but I needed a way to hold my tank, uh, with the rig because, yeah. Uh, running the, the MP5 with HPA. So I didn't really have a good way to do that light weight because my, my only like, I had my tank in my other plate carrier because I have a the Mayflower APC. Mm-hmm. So I had that with the, the mini map on it to hold my tank, but I don't want to run the, that's a pretty like, beefy plate carrier and I didn't want to run that just to run like 
three MP5 mags in it. Yeah. Um, so I was looking around trying to figure out what I like because I didn't really like the flat packs. Um, I don't know. They're they're good bags, but I don't like how. I don't like. I agree with you. They're good. I just don't like the. Um... They don't have a lot of structure. Yes. So they don't carry weight yeah. very well. What is it? Rigidity? Yeah. Yeah. They're not very rigid, which for a back that you're going to actually carry a load with, you want. Um, so I ended up getting a Tasmanian Tiger mini medical bag, um, which I like a lot. It's not perfect. It doesn't get as big as the flat packs, which is one thing. You can't fit as much yeah. in it, but it carries the weight a lot better. Um, not big to differ. Oh, you you for sure can't fit as much. I've tried because the, the flat packs you can get really yeah they expand big, they expand really big so you can but, fit a lot into it. They but the only downside is they actually like like you said they don't hold that weight well. Yeah, it yeah, just they don't carry the weight well. Yeah, yeah, and so I was trying to trying to attach that to my microfight, um. But it's just the issue I've always had with that. Another issue I seeing everyone run the flat packs with the Haley rigs is if you load them down with a lot of weight, the bag sags. Yeah. And then it's like sitting on your lumbar, super uncomfortable, and your like chest rigs rides up and starts choking you. Um, and that's. And then if you wear it with a plate carrier, it's even worse if you load it down on the plate bag. That's why I don't run bags typically on my plate bags. Is because if you put a bunch of weight in there, it just yeah, it's choking just you. I sag. prefer to have the assault packs just over the over the plate. Well, carrier. I have the yote. Yeah. Um. So, I got the mission spec pack straps and their EC2 strap kit. Cause I just did some Googling to like what yeah. options are there. Cause it's like you could buy the like Haley strap kit, which mm-hmm. will fit the same uh, backpack. Um, but I didn't really like the straps that they come with just because they're super like thin. Yeah. Which is nice. Cause they're like super lightweight, super thin. If you, if you're wearing it over a plate carrier, that works really well. Yeah. Um, cause you don't want to double up the padding. Um, but if you want to actually carry a load and get it like cinched down on you, they don't work very well and they're not super comfortable. So found mission spec, which I've never heard of this company before, but they have a bunch of stuff that all looks pretty good. Um, but the pack straps and the EC two strap kit. So the pack straps are the shoulder straps, connect the backpack to the front um, these are really nice because they got uh, nice 3D mesh shoulder pads. So if you load down a lot of weight, they don't move around and they don't dig into your shoulders. Um, they also have really nice cable routing on them. Um, so oh, they yeah. Got, they got big loops so you can run. Yeah, you can hydration. have your PTT I got my hose have, through their yeah. comms. You can mount to it. You can mount whatever you want to it. It's actually really nice. Yeah. Uh, those are the shoulder straps I really like. Yeah. The ones that still allow you to run push the talks without having to shove them in some place different. Yeah. That's an issue I have with my Slickster is it doesn't have a good spot to mount 
my uh, uh, comms. Yeah, they make like a wing for it. Like there's companies that make extras, but I'm like, yeah, there's like retrofit. I, yeah, things, but, I don't want to yeah. really have to buy money for it. Yeah, um, and then they have the EC2 strap kit, which is one they make for uh, basically like a JPC style carrier with a skeletal cummerbund. So it's just like a super basic strap. Yeah. Um, but it also works with the flat packs and other backpacks um, to strap into plate carriers. Um, so sick part about these, better than the Haley straps, is uh, Molly compatible. So they uh, it's two individual stats, but they have the bar tacks for the to run Molly's webbing through them mm-hmm. and they sit the right distance apart so you can mount pouches on them yeah. or um i like that yeah, it's things like that it's like the the one in three band yeah like it doesn't have the two which is perfectly fine because you want that high that high mm-hmm. grab and then that low grab that kind of just sits it in place yeah so so don't have any like dangly bits yep and then best part about them is they have about an inch of elastic on the, the very end, right next to the buckles. Um, so you can really cinch them down and get it tight so it carries the weight well, but you're not suffocating. Yeah. One thing I actually really like is, like, being a gear nut that I am. Mm-hmm. Um, I I like the ability to swap from a placard system to a uh, backpack chest rig setup. Yeah. I, I, I don't mind that because... What you see now on the AVS is like Millspec Mojo running a Haley rig over the top of it. Mm-hmm. He can easily just grab his straps, click them in, run his backpack on that. Boom, you're ready to go for like a super light fight mm-hmm. versus, you know, your heavy hunkered down AVS rig that's meant to sustain a fight for like hours and yeah. keep you protected. Like the cool part about this is that it still keeps it super light while still adding the pouch space and the accessory pouches that you want while not having the bulkiness of a plate carrier you know you still got your like mobility Mm -hmm. and it it carries weight like just as good as a plate carrier yeah from my favorite part is the shoulder straps i'm i'm a big sucker on shoulder straps Mm -hmm. like if i can find a good shoulder strap setup i will it's like just the right amount of padding too it's not too much where it's like gets super bulky yeah like the hsgi ones where they're like really really big i understand why they do it but I it's not for me. I bought them. I'm not happy with them. Yeah, and it's just um, a little too much. Yeah, and they they're not too expensive for these parts. So, uh, the pack straps are forty five fifty, and the EC two straps for the sides are twenty eight sixty. Um, I don't know why they do weird sense like that. It's weird. Know. Yeah, kind of weird numbers, but. Um, does it like even out? I don't think so. I don't know. Like 60, 60 cents. Why don't they just do like twenty eight fifty or like, I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. But I mean, <laughs> it's a reasonable price. Good gear. Um, been using it a little, a minute now and it, it's holding up. So pretty impressed with them. Um, I definitely check them out if you are running a, uh, chest rig with a flat pack right now or any of the other 
like small backpacks. Um, the only the only thing I really want uh, with the setup is the body armor vent. Yeah, because it's got no ventilation on the bag or the uh, or the rig, the uh, chest rig. Yeah, being extra small for the rig. Yeah, or small that's, for the rig. That's another issue with running the flat packs <laughs> is it has the molly on the back and yeah. This this is a slick back, but it's just solid Cordura. Honestly, the best one for this would be the uh, B twenty four. Yeah, because you can cut out the Chestrick spot and then still have enough room to do your uh, backpack. Yeah, which is further on going to show the modularity of buying a B twenty four Liberator from Body Armor Vent, because if you have something like this where it's like two different sizes, you'd have to buy two different like plate vents. Mm-hmm. The B twenty four were allowing you to actually customize it. You know, you can mm-hmm. cut it to shape and size for a chest rig versus having like a sappy plate on the back of your uh, lock and load chest rig or something like that. So this allows you to actually be more free with your, uh, with your purchase. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. That'll, that'll be solid. Yeah. It's uh it's really nice. Cause I, I was, when I first got the micro flight, I really liked it now. And then it was on my plate carrier and I was like, mm, I don't, it's a little too much for the plate carrier. It sticks out. I don't want. I don't want that much. Yeah. On me. Um, and there's just better ways to, to hold that stuff. Yeah. Um, so like I said, I ended up switching to the Kiwis, but, um, then I wanted to use it as just a plate carrier or just a chest rig by itself. But, um, just having the chest rig, it's. I wanted to be able to carry more stuff and I needed to be able to carry a tank. Yeah. Um, for what I wanted to do. Does so. it still have the, uh, the bright orange, uh, safety? Oh yeah. It's got the signal panel Yeah, uh, that rolls up into it, uh, for the Tasmanian tiger bag. It's really funny. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> you never know when you need a signal panel. <laughs> it works really well for MSWs mm, yeah. to identify as a dead guy. Yeah. It's yep. really nice. I and, actually, uh, I'm a big fan of the Tasmanian Tiger right now. Yeah, they got some I'm, cool I'm stuff. I'm digging it. I'm digging it. Yeah. I was looking at Mystery Ranch the other day. Yeah. I don't know why, for the love of God, that backpacks that are in multicam are going for like upwards of $2,000, but you can just go get what? a Mystery, Rack, uh, Mystery Ranch pack for like $300. Yeah, yeah, you can. The multicam ones are like two grand. What? On uh, Facebook. Oh, like resellers? Yeah. You can just buy them direct from Mystery Ranch. Yeah, I know. I don't know why they're $2,000, though. They're like a $300, like, three-day pack. Yeah, like, like a three-day assault pack. Their rucksack is, like, maybe four. Yeah. It's it's the dumbest thing ever. I think the mil-spec ones, like, the three-day, I think they're, like, 500 and, like... Yeah, that's... They go up to, like, $700. Yeah, not two grand, though. <laughs> Yeah, they're not too grand. Guys are just trying to justify their purchase. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's wild. The gear uh-huh. guys are crazy. I love Mystery Ranch. If you want a good backpack, yeah, Mystery Ranch. That's the guys. So good, man. Great stuff. I have one of their rucksacks. We should uh, we should we should like reach out to them. Okay, should we? Like, you want to sponsor the podcast? Send us some free shit, like a rucksack, <laughs> multi game. <laughs> want an M eighty one one? That'd be hot. That would be. 
that would be that'd really be sick. hot. That'd be really hot. Um, another cool gear I got um, when I was switching up my plate carrier, I wanted to switch away from the Velcro cummerbund oh, and yeah. go to a uh, quick release. Did you get the tubes? So it's not the t- it's different than the tubes. Similar though. Are they the um, the slide down lock in ones? Yeah, the Rock ROC buckles. I've seen uh, those have been more so kind of like your. You kind of like tilt them in and then like fold. Yeah. Um, they're not as easy to get on as the tubes, but they're easier to get off. Easy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're. It takes it takes some getting used to to get them to like buckle in if you got everything cinched down. Um, but they come off as easy as the tubes. Um, the buckles themselves are a little bigger than the tubes, but yeah, it's all right. They're not as expensive, so okay, give and take. Um, but I was looking for a long time for like. Like sustainment off and on for like a few months, trying to find a uh, cummerbund with quick releases for a slickster. Because the slickster it has velcro in the back, velcro in the front. All the ones I found with quick releases were like the pass through. Which ones? Where it's like it passes through like the back bag and then velcro's in the front. So it like goes all the way around. Oh, okay. Either that or like JPC style ones. Yeah. Where it's like it, it mollies in on the back. Um, but found a company, Defense Mechanisms. Uh, I actually found them through a video that Hop did on YouTube about his Slickster called Slick Slick Maxing. Um, interesting video, but he... Uh, he found these, and I I found them through his video. Um, okay. Pretty good gear. Defense mechanisms. The search engine optimization on that is terrible because if you Google defense mechanisms, you're not going to find this. <laughs> oh, man. It just comes up with a bunch of, like, things about, like... Defense mechanisms? Yeah, it comes <laughs> up with, like, a bunch of psychology oh, like articles. Um but yeah, but if you go to defensemechanisms.com, it'll pull up their their site. But eighty bucks with the uh, the quick releases, you can also get them as a uh, uh, Velcro front. Okay. Um, but I wanted the quick releases, so and it'll mount to the Slickster. I since then, other companies since I found these. I've seen other companies that do them for the slickers, but this is the first one I saw. Yeah. Um, I'm happy with it. It's nice. So I had the, I've actually heard a lot from defense mechanisms. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've had the Velcro or the elastic, uh, cummerbund with the pouches. Um, originally the one that came with it. So I wanted basically this, the same thing, but, just with quick releases so that's that's what i was able to get through them so it's still got the elastic mag pouches all the way around um just with a quick release um they also make 
a skeletal cummerbund. Oh, like a three band? Yes, but Ooh. with a strip of elastic. Oh, like some like right before it. Yeah. So it's uh, yeah. So right, it's in the back. Okay. So basically, right, right where it mounts the the back bag, there's like two inches of elastic, and then the three band skeletal. That's not bad. So you can mount your pouches on it. You can mount side plates. And you can put a radio on the back end. Yeah. Yeah. And but and you get the stretch, so you can cinch it down and perfect carry the weight. See, I don't mind those. I I hate the ones that are like elastic, elastic, three band, elastic, elastic for side plate. Oh, and yeah. it's it's mad annoying because it's like right in the middle of my fucking rib cage, and I can't, I have like zero control there. Yeah, so I'm like trying to like open a pouch, and I gotta like. <laughs> yeah, so this one it puts the the like elastic part on the back, yeah. and then the front, uh, you have the molly. Yeah, that that'd be uh, the perfect spot for like a prick or yeah. nothing. Yeah, yeah, which I want to move over to the uh, the prick things. They're so nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Justin has one. It was, like, really solid. I was like, ooh, it's literally just a Baofeng. We should get uh, Matt on here sometime talking about radios. Yeah. He could talk for days about radios. Oh, dude, I'll just let him go. I'll sleep. I'll sleep right (laughs) here in this chair. We can talk about radios until he wakes my ass up. Yeah, so defense mechanism. Good good gear. Yeah, I I think uh, Edmo runs them. Does he? Dustin's boss. Okay. Heard that one. Um, yeah, because like they also run the uh, the polyurethane plates. The really or yeah, the polyethylene. polyethylene. Yeah, the really expensive like thin mm-hmm. plates. Super oh. like lightweight. Yeah, floats in water. Yeah, yeah, but he don't. Oh yeah, but um, the plates still. Fucking yeah, no. So you moved over to Kiwis, right? Yeah. Okay. See, I'm about to make the move. I feel really bad for getting Stacy's card. Yeah, I also I had Kiwis on my belt, and then I switched away from the Kiwis, and I moved back to the Kiwis. On yeah, my belt. I, everybody will like bounce back and forth between Kiwi and HSGI. At this point, I'm over it. I've broken so many of their back tabs. By the way, for those of you <laughs> that didn't know, you have a warranty on it. It's a lifetime warranty for yes. those for those clips. Yeah, if there's any defective uh, product from them that shipped wrong is defective out of the box just send it back they will replace it it's just like cry i didn't know that until stacy told me and i was like oh, i feel really dumb <laughs> i'm still going to fucking kiwis though because i want it on my belt they're they're super like the thing that led me over to the kiwis now is how compact they are mm-hmm. like they're really small they remind me of our holsters of, yeah they're they're basically as as small as they could possibly be. yeah like nothing extra it's it's like ours our yep. our uh kydex holsters mm-hmm. you know they're super small they don't get in the way whenever i'm like crouching down or bending over into a position yeah it's not gonna like jab me or mm-hmm. like stick into my in the like my side those fucking fins man those yeah goddamn they're so fins. pointy dude they don't need to be they don't even need to be there they could just be flat yeah i've actually i've gotten some uh Russian like knockoff uh, like S Tech or no uh, uh, HSGIs not knockoff like tacos yeah and they were just like nylon webbing on the side yeah you and they worked they worked totally it. fine 
Yeah, you don't need that fucking plastic piece on yeah. the side. Hell, half the time I can't even get my mag in my fucking pouch. I have to like look at it. Yeah. And then angle it and slip it in. Yeah, and that's one thing. If you run them tight enough to retain the mags really well, they like just like close up and you can't it's a bitch to get the mags back in. It's fucking annoying. <laughs> fucking annoying they also snag on everything yes yes leaves tree branches that's a tree yeah that's one thing i've always avoided them just because they uh like i'm about to redo my whole battle belt setup yeah setup 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 they're pretty cool because you can like literally put any mag in them yeah like any like any but like sr25 mag yeah it'll It'll chooch. It'll chooch. <laughs> it'll go in. M14 mag, it'll chooch. Hey. You could probably put a UMP45 mag in. <laughs> probably. Just probably cinch that the, bitch uh, down. In the long taco. Yeah. It's just, it's frustrating. I, I love HSGI. I love their backpacks. They're really nice. They're just yeah. heavy. Um, I'm not a big fan of the laser cut. I like their belts, their belt setup, but not their like hsgi belt it's not, mm-hmm. not a big fan jake is i'm not um i i prefer the eagle i like the the double velcro it just i know it's going to be secure and it's not going to go anywhere yeah um but man aztec dude they just got it down just like pharaoh dude they nailed it yeah like, oh dude they were like fuck it let's do it this better mm-hmm. do it this better <laughs> anguish like, I just can't with the um, the the tabs. Just like the the adjustable retention, I can't. Honestly, if mm-hmm. I want that retention, I'll just do the first beer ones. They have the boa. Yeah, but the, yeah, but those are like fifty dollars a piece. Yeah, but most of these guys are buying gear with uh gear budgets. Like yeah, but like you're not from their company. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. You're not yet. You're gonna spend like two hundred dollars to put four mag pouches on your plate carrier. Fuck no. Yeah. Yeah. But somebody else will. Yeah. Not me. Somebody but somebody else will. Again, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna buy a, like fifty dollars worth of kiwi pouches. Well, it's it's like buying the the Spiritus front uh, front panel M4 panel. English mm. is really hard right now. The because they're just too tight. They're even tight with my mags. Chase was running them. And he couldn't yeah. fucking get the mags out. Hmm. And I was like, fuck. That's annoying. I was like, it's probably meant to be running with Stan eggs. I don't want to do that. I want to be able to run my mags. My Gen 3 Magpul P mags. That's what I yeah. want to run. But I can't. So I'm going to have to suck it up. That's why I like the Feral one. Because they give you just a bit more material. Like stretch yeah. material to actually use. Hell, the fucking S&S ones are, are pretty good. They're the the full kydex ones the little mm, kydex mm-hmm. panties yeah they just click them in on that fucking i just i don't understand what's so hard about making a front flap for m4s like i don't know i everybody has a goddamn problem like it's like whenever they go to do it they have a conniption i mean they like fucking they figured that out like years ago yeah at this point i was just gonna run the uh the uh ranger insert like velocity, like my Mayflower rig has a 
they call it a turnover. It's basically like you open it up and it's basically like a micro rig. You slip yeah. a, a magnet placard insert. Like in that's it. what the AVS is. We have like the little kangaroo pouch. Yeah. But that's meant to like, but like they allow you to insert the flaps. Like it's not big enough to insert mag, like mag shit. Oh, no, I did. Oh, on the Mayflower, it's it's made for mags, or maps. You can put like a mag pouch in there, but yeah, it's made for mag. You, huh. Interesting. Yeah, you can fit three M4 mags. See, I did it on the uh, AVS, and it got in the way of my chest pouch. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was pulling but, into my chest pouch, and I was like, yeah, no, it's not. But I mean, it. those have been on. Like, people have been doing that for... Years. Yeah. Yeah. Like 10 years at this point. Uh, the one... I forget who makes it. I think it's, like, not TSM. Um, it's the uh, the Kydex one that just slides right in. There's a few different companies. Yeah, it's, like, the big popular one. Um, they're most common for doing it for uh, JPCs. You'll see them mm-hmm. in every JPC ever. Yeah. I like those. Those are nice. Um it's just way too tight on a uh, uh, AVS. Mm. But uh, no, I found out the uh, the Haley triple stacks mm-hmm. way too tight for the micro flight. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The Haley's are like an inch. Yeah. It's uh, it's too much. Yeah. The Haley micro rig. What are they called? The M- MCMR. Yeah. Or Decker M. Decker DCRM. DC3. The micro rig? D3CRM. Yes. The Decker yes. M. Decker The M. Dicker Max. <laughs> um, um, those are like an inch wider yeah. than the, uh, For the, the Spiritus microfights. microfights. Yeah. Because I put it into the Emerson one. Holy shit, it was a pain to get it in there. I should have yeah. realized that it wasn't meant to be in there. Mm-hmm. But I got them in there, and the mags were in there, and I went to go pull them out, and I was like, oh, shit. Like, I, I had to yank. Yeah, well, so what I have in there is the Haley MP5 in my microfire. And it's still too tight. But there's, like, so they put space between the mags yeah. to fill it out um, so I can just kind of, like, bend it and finagle it all in there so it's like barely fits but it's i had to stuff it yeah i did that with mine i was like no yeah so i have it for whenever i buy a micro yeah just say fuck it i'll just buy one eventually yeah going back to the micro fight uh kind of my only qualm with it is you can't fit three akmx in it (laughs) everybody's qualm with it you can't fit three ak mags in it you can only fit two just buy a chicom chicom master is going back to s tac <laughs> yeah uh, yeah the they make, the chicom with the s tag they make chicom style yeah. rigs now yeah you get three s tags out of it yeah so they make them for five five six or uh like uh for like m4 ar mags or for uh, AK mags but it's like a laser cut Chicom where it's got three uh, uh, Kiwis across the front and then you got Molly on the sides yeah. for GP pouches and it's got like a Chicom style harness yeah it's really sick it's actually pretty sick, <laughs> really I, sick. I actually want one it was like what a hundred bucks right yeah they're like 120 yeah that's affordable yeah that's pretty sick 
Like, I would do it. I would fucking do it. Oh yeah, I would rock it. Like, I I'm a big fan of Aztec, That'd and the like, the uh, space they give it give to you on it is like really be, low. That would be perfect for like running like a grenadier setup. Yeah, because you could just fill the rest of it with forty mil. Yeah, fucking just forty mic mic rounds. Yeah. Power fifty two. Yeah, I I want to do a forty mic setup, but it's too expensive. I also I seriously want to do a forty mil setup. Like I I'd have to go get the banger belt, the one that holds them in. So you just unhook it, pull your round out, shove it in the tube, go. The uh, tactical tailor. Yeah. The big. Yeah, the big old belt. The big bandolier. Yep. Yep. Just run that. Yeah. Either that or I do the um because I don't do a lot of launching. I do a lot of accurate launching mm-hmm. um i'll do the uh the flap the five the, banger the haley one yeah yeah that'd be that'd be the best one honestly you're not going to be doing that much banging that much if you are you're a fucking maniac oh yeah um, especially if you're running like the expensive shit like you know what i, I want to try we have shot. to go buy a box of taggins buy the heavy gas at the store, oh, fill the shell and see how fucking far that thing goes. Oh God, it yeah. would go far. I'm sure it would. I wonder if it'll perform like the um, the mo fucking uh, CO2 launcher. Maybe, yeah, maybe. Also, fun fact: you can buy 37 millimeter flare launchers, and they're like. Totally legal. <laughs> Buy them over the internet, ship it to your house. Fuck that. I I will get arrested. Oh, I mean, yeah, but... <laughs> like, I will do some dumb shit with that on fucking New Year's. Oh, they're sick. They make, like... You can get a M29 replica in 37. Uh, there's companies that import 320s and convert them to 37 millimeter. Wait, how do you convert it down? Uh, you just leave the barrel. Okay. I was like, wait a minute. It's 40 mic. Or I think they just they build new barrels for it. Okay. So, I was, was going to say, that's that's yeah, 40 mic it, barrel. I think it has to have a new barrel, but it's, uh, yeah, they, they import 320s and then convert the barrels to 37 millimeter instead of 40. God damn. They're expensive. That, they're like, they're like $2,500. But What about the flare launcher? Uh, you can get them as cheap as like 200 bucks, man. You just, you're, you're telling this to all 50 of our listeners right now. Yes. It's this is going to be a nightmare. We are not, we do not condone anything that you do with that 37 mil. So look, please don't be dumb. It's a flare launcher. It's a signaling device designed <laughs> specifically for launching signal flares. Oh okay? my God. Yeah. They're going to launch a signal flare at high ground. Anti-personnel ammunition for 37 millimeter launchers is considered a destructive (laughs) device by the ATF. Yes, and you will go to prison. So it'll be federal, so at least you have air conditioning. But you will go to prison. Yeah, unless you have a license. Uh, You think these these retards have a license? (laughs) Destructive devices and file the paperwork for the transfer for the destructive device. If one of you is idiots has a license for that, which, Ghost Frogs, I know you're listening. I know you have one. 
if he does it, I need to be allowed to shoot it <laughs> or pull the trigger in some kind of way. But Make the, it happen. Uh, so chemical rounds are totally legal. Gas rounds. What you can, you can buy CS or uh, I, that's that's also like saying you can make mustard gas and then fire it out of there because it's legal. Yeah, the, I mean mustard gas. That's is an not, act of must, terrorism. Mustard gas is not legal. I was like, all you First need is all. like rocket but, comet uh, and dish soap or like some other cleaner. We can't say that on the internet. Oh shit! <laughs> Stop it. I, I mean, it's not hard. I know, but we can't tell people how to do it. Oh, I'm a chemist. (laughs) (laughs) You're not not a chemist. It's like, yeah, I know it makes boron. See, but... (sighs) It's boring on. The the 37 millimeter launchers are super cheap. And you can get reusable cartridges that use uh, shotgun primers. All right, you're in my wheelhouse now. Yeah, so like, it's, it would be like, dude, if you if we could come up with like a projectile and a launch system that would be safe for airsoft, that'd be sick. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't like pulverize a child. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, like tagging has set the bar. So like. Yeah, we, we, we got to raise the bar. Equal to or lesser than tagging. No, nah, we raise the bar. In, ter- in terms of like lethality. <laughs> Yeah, we raised the bar. <laughs> okay. Look, the the UK already thinks we're hardcore enough. Let's raise the bar. I mean... We buy I, a Bradley. We're not even that hardcore. Like, buy a, a Bradley. Of, a lot of fields don't even let them use uh, like the Quakes. They won't let us use the Quakes. No. They, they literally will not ship it to the US. Yeah. And if you're caught with one, you can actually go get like some decent time, I think. Yeah. Because, like, they're bad. Fucking, did I ever tell the story of the one time that my best friend almost pulled a pin on a tag grenade in a hotel? What? No. <laughs> All right, so we were at IckyCon, and I brought my box with my gear in it. Mm-hmm. Well, I forgot to clean it out of frags, yeah. and it still had a tag in it, like a tag 67. Yeah. And we were all severely hammered. Like, we were, we were pretty drunk in my room, and... um. She goes into my box and she goes, oh, look what I found. And she's like holding the pin and she's like fucking with it. And she's like, I'll drop it in. Like this is a in like in a looking in hotel. So. Oh, it's got room, like an atrium. Yeah, yeah. So our rooms were facing the atrium. She was like fucking around and saying she was going to pull the pin and drop it. I'm like, that that is literally an act of terrorism. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I will not get the deposit back for this room. Like, what the fuck? She was just like, nah, I want, I want, I want. No, 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 no. I was like, put it back in the fucking box. God damn it. Like, she, she was a trip. It's a good thing those pens are tight. Yeah, yeah. She, she was the one that uh, came in with the pink hair. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the one from uh, St. Louis. Yeah, love her to death. Still love her. She's got a cute kid. A hundred percent looks like his mom. All his mom. Nothing yeah. like Dustin. It's freaking hilarious. <laughs> but they're cuties. They're cuties. Oh, so yeah. grenade launchers. Thirty-seven millimeter launcher. See, I don't even want to title this podcast "Thirty-seven Millimeter Launcher." 
<laughs> what? We're, we're yeah. adjusting to the to the uh, thirty-seven millimeter podcast now. Oh, the, so there's a company that makes uh, like firework kits for them too. That's no. <laughs> so you, it basically like so you can build your own fireworks and launch them out. That sounds more illegal. No, fireworks are totally legal. Yeah, but not when like. See, I'm looking it's at just the like scope of like, like people firing it at people. Well, no, you're not supposed to fire it at people. That's illegal. Well, yeah, I know. Just like we're not supposed to fire Roman candles at each other, but we do it. <laughs> Maybe I want to fire a mortar round at my friend. That yeah, that that's would assault. Be, that, <laughs> it's assault with a deadly weapon. Yeah, that's look. Time. They're not. They're signaling devices. They're made to fire full into back, the air. Full back to the signaling devices. They're signaling devices. Oh, my God. Look. It's fine. The ATF doesn't care. <laughs> Yet. Unless you start shooting them at people. Unless so they start listening to the 6 millimeter <laughs> podcast and all the stupid shit we do. Yeah, well. Then we're fucked. Ah, I mean, it can't be as worse as, like, you know, war crimes. What? You know, just casually, like, you know, just go to a foreign country and just start, like, committing acts of terrorism. <laughs> I hear flights to Ukraine are pretty cheap right now. I, hey, I've been given a thought. <laughs> Have you? Yeah, I've been given, like, the whole war some thought. Fuck it, Scott told me the other day he's been thinking about it. Yeah, well, that's Scott. And I was like, I've been thinking about it though. He I was might. thinking about doing like medical. I well, yeah, the good Christian well, boy he is. Yeah, I'm Catholic. I'm I'm here for the smoke, <laughs> bro. If you don't remember, Pope Francis came up in this bitch and was like, "Hey, I want the smoke." Like, who want it? Well, if you do go, bring back some AK-12s. Yeah, no, I will. I, I will find a way. I'll put them in a box. Well, you just have to cut the receiver up. No. Well, then it's illegal. I'll I'll just bring drums back of sand. It's totally legal. What? <laughs> yeah. I'll fill that bitch with sand. We'll fill the AKs. 55-gallon drum filled with sand. Yeah. It's... No. I'll bring it back with dirt. What? And then I'll put mud in it. I'll make it mud, and then they'll ask me why I'm, like, shipping mud, and I'll be like, look, this is authentic Ukrainian mud. I need it for my crops back home in America because crops go better on um, Ukrainian soil. So that's why I'm bringing it back. Or you could just cut the receiver into three pieces. No, because And I don't, then it's totally I don't, legal. I don't want to, like, ruin the receiver because it's, like, a nice receiver. I don't want to have to weld it back together. Yeah, but then... <laughs> what? I'm bringing back but then fully intact AK-12s. I swear to God. We were just talking about not doing illegal <laughs> things. I wouldn't actually do it. Mr. See, Whoever's could... reviewing this episode of the podcast and has to listen to this shit, we're not actually doing this. Yet. See, but you could actually bring back an AK-12 if you cut the receiver into three pieces. Could I also bring it back if I had a the proper FFL? No. Really? No. 
Well, because I'd be importing, right? You'd be... Importing a fully automatic firearm. Yes. Once a machine gun, always a machine gun. (sighs) It's so fucking stupid. Also, I'm pretty sure you can't import anything Russian made right now. Oh, fuck no. Yeah, so... Oh, see... So it has I know to, how to be do not it. a firearm. You have I take to... them. Okay. I go to LCT. Be like, hey, I work for EVIC. And I was doing some cool shit in Ukraine. Help me out. <laughs> Put this bitch in a box. Right? Ship it directly to EVIC via dinghy. I'll meet you in Cali. I'll receive it. You'll receive the payment via wire transfer. <laughs> Boom. Boom. Easiest way. Easiest way. Easy way. Wait, Boom. You, get, you have to get the get it to... Yeah, the Taiwan. port of LA. Well, you have to get the gun to Taiwan first. How are you going to get the oh, gun that's in, the easy into part. Taiwan? That's a fucking like, boat. Not <laughs> boat. Fucking like, car. It's an island. Car to boat. <laughs> Car to boat. Boat that bitch over there. Walk up in there. Hey, what's up? <laughs> you're gonna drive all of this all these planes drive, are gonna go sideways. Drive from Ukraine with an AK in your trunk. Three. Three AK twelves in your trunk. Drive to Vietnam. Yeah. And Get on take a boat a, out of like through the South boat. China Sea yeah. to Taiwan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It'll work. It'll shoot. How many it, borders do you have to cross? A lot. Okay. I, dude, I will be wanted. <laughs> there will be a plentiful. So, I get the bounty, right? You come and assassinate me. Collect the bounty. <laughs> And then fly back on your private jet with the AK-12s. I'll meet you. I'll meet you in Nicaragua. All right, in the same spot as January 9th of 1999. All right, just remember that. I was not in Nicaragua in January 9th, 1999. I was. Okay. You don't want to know what happened. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Watch this be like an actual date, and now I'm about to get like raided. Yeah, I don't know. Like, what happened January 9th? I w- literally wasn't there. I was, uh, <laughs> I was on fucking, I was in a crib. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Fuck. So much bad shit is being said right now that just doesn't need to be said. I was, I want to say something else, and I... this episode isn't getting published. <laughs> nah, it's fine. That's fine. We haven't said anything to you. Oh, last thing. Definitely 100% legal. Don't even question it, depending on where you live. Not if you live in California, New York, or New Jersey. What? But anywhere in the United States, as of the recording of this episode, totally legal. Big money scheme. Uh, so some dude in Houston just... Uh, sold back a bunch of 3D printed receivers. Huh? Uh, Wait. So not very airsoft related, but kind of. But 
I mean, shit, we're all a bunch of gun nuts. Yeah, but um, let me pull it up. Somebody just sent it to me. Uh, Oh, Military Arms just posted it. Um, So a dude sold back a box full of 3D printed guns and receivers and frames. It's like Glock frames, AR receivers. Uh, there's like one of the 3D printed Liberator pistols in that box. A bunch of like little like single shot 22s. Um, bought them back as non-functional guns for 50 bucks a piece. He sold 63. That man just made 50 bank. bucks a piece. Wow. $3,150. So, did he make them? What? Did he make them? Yeah. So, in theory, we can make some money. (laughs) Yeah. So, hear me out. Remember how we talked about getting an XLR deck? (laughs) (laughs) That's the way. Right there. We just mass produce and then sell back. (laughs) <laughs> no isn't that illegal uh a, a little bit so the only way it could be considered legal is if we are manufacturing for like if the atf considers to be manufacturing not for ourselves like engaging in the business of firearms manufacturing huh which is a very like vague terminology kind of on purpose so that way they can like write it to how they want it to be so as long as you're not engaging in the business of manufacturing firearms you don't need an ffl so make a firearm if we're but if you are engaging in the business so as long as we're not selling it so you can sell it just as long as you're not like engaging, engaging in the business. So <laughs> what you're the not fuck like, is engaging in the business? You're not like making a living off. Oh no, we're just doing it to it. sell it back to New York. Well, it's illegal to sell them in New York. No, to sell it back. Oh, so what? This was in Houston. Oh, then we sell it back to Houston <laughs> for fifty bucks. Yeah, we get like a hundred of them. Look, we got to jump on this before they make ghost guns completely illegal. That's $5,000 that we could make, Jared. What? 50 times 100 lowers? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We just 3D print 100 of them. We're not making a living. We're we're selling our 100 receivers that we had back to the government so they can then destroy them. While quintessentially engaging in the business for us. (laughs) It's, I mean, like, it's solid. In theory, it's totally legal. Did he get arrested? In theory, no. Then we're fine. He got away with it. Yeah. But, like, now he's in the news. So, ah, who knows what'll come of that? The ATF might. Hey. So you know how we wear six millimeter podcast shirts when we when we shake their hands, 
do our media press, and then shout out the podcast. Boom. Big brain. So the other big brain play is if you don't have a 3D printer, is you just make a bunch of black pipe shotguns. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and go kill Shenzo Abe. I, no. <laughs> Dude, did you see Brandon's video got taken down? I know. I yeah, didn't. they took it down. They took immediately. it down. Yeah, because it was blowing up really, really, really fast. And uh, so the only one that has the good parts is Angry Memes. Oh. Yeah, okay. Angry Cops is the only one that has it. Huh. Yeah, like why the did, good parts. Why did they take it down? I Probably illegal shit or some it's sketchy not illegal, shit. Though. It was very sketchy. Like him being behind a barrel. I mean, that was sketchy. Yeah, and, like, that's probably why they took like, it down. Not that dangerous. I Look, you saw how fast that bitch rocketed backwards. I've seen way more dangerous <laughs> shit on YouTube. <laughs> See, but they're not big channels, so they can't slap them on the wrist. Fucking uh, FPS Russia's videos are stupid. Still up of him fucking almost dying, blowing up a truck with Tannerite. <laughs> See, but that was old YouTube. Now we have to abide by current good YouTube's good okay. tubes. That that was grandfathered in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we have to follow the new guidelines, which are fucking stupid. I hate it. I hate new YouTube's policy. It's really annoying. Oh yeah, I got uh, I got unsubscribed from uh, Steven Crowder. Really? Yeah. The first channel I've ever been unsubscribed from. Why did it unsubscribe you? I don't because YouTube doesn't like him. So they, they, they made you unfollow. Yeah, like I was wow. subscribed to him. I watched his videos like for for a little minute. I was watching like every day, wow. and then I kind of like fell off, so I wasn't really paying attention. And then uh, wow. And then I just like came through like one of his videos came up in my uh, recommended like, recommended on like my homepage, and I was like, "Huh, I haven't watched a Steven Crowder video in a while." So I like clicked on it, and I was like, "That's weird." It says I'm, I'm not, not subscribed. subscribed. Yeah, I was like, "That's I weird." One I was subscribed. That's really weird. No, yeah, they and uh, I was just talking to Mike about it the other day. He was unsubscribed from Steven Crowder too. Wow. Yeah. Wow, Spooky. YouTube really out here doing some sketchy shit. Spooky stuff. Hang on. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. Steven. Hide your subscriptions. Steven Schreer? Crowder. Him? Yeah. Oh, I like this guy. Yeah. I don't know. 5.69 million. With only 1,400 videos? That's... Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's wild. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. I like him. I like watching you know stuff. Some, I'm, I'm sometimes he has some, like... I'm gonna do the test. Hot takes that I don't agree with, but... I'll do the, I'll do the test. Yeah. See subscribe with him. Me. We'll come back. Check back in yeah, a month. Yeah, check back See next episode. See if you're still subscribed. So this is when we record another episode on top of this one, and then I unsubscribe and say I did it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, all right. Yeah, it's it's time to roll down. Time for you nerds to go to bed. For whoever's watching this late at night, if you're watching it in the morning, good morning. If you got this far, um, but yeah, this has been episode seven of the Six Millimeter Podcast. Uh, just remember, you can use code Frost at bodyarmorvent.com for your 
next purchase on a ice vent b24 whichever one you want you'll get 20 percent off using code frost 20 that's f-r-o-s-t two zero Oh, I was just going to cut that part out. Oh, okay. So I was just going to stop it right there. I mean, you can you can hit pause. Yeah. All this is just getting cut out. Okay. I might leave it in. That's just okay. <laughs> just ending on that. That I just thought that was a kind of a weird thing to end on. I mean, we can end it here. Bye.